Greetings and welcome to our continuing saga of Fishing Without Faith, a lifetime without definitive expectations. My hope is that when you fell down your rabbit hole to land here, it wasn't too bumpy a ride or too rough a landing. And my hope is that once you arrive, you'll stay for a bit and join us on our continuing adventure in discovering yourself and what I like to refer to as the concept of a full impact mindfulness. As always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this podcast, Mr. Mike. Well, Mr. Mike, we happen to be in the same space yet again. Yet again. Wonderful to have you here in the studio discussing fishing without bait and mindfulness and full impact mindfulness once again. Absolutely. Tell me, after producing and reviewing the previous podcast, I'll ask you the question I normally ask everyone every day. Tell me how good it is to be you. It's good. It's great. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing, the experiences, and I'm uh, appreciating more and more the experiences that I have the opportunity to take part in and the people that help me with those experiences that get to go along for the ride with me. Great. Mike, I don't think we've really explored or given a proper definition to full impact mindfulness. However, before we go any further, I'd like to hear your thoughts on full impact mindfulness and what it means to you in relation to what our message is in Fishing Without Bait. Well, I think it very much means that uh, very consciously looking and appreciating the life around you and the positivity that is around you and, uh, and the details of your life. Not obsessing over those, but just appreciating those. Indeed, kind of like getting fully submersed, diving into the deep end of the pool. I was thinking that perhaps this concept could be conceptualized as the harder you throw the ball, the higher it bounces. Again, Mike, and I always like to bounce things off you, when you hear that statement, what does it mean for you? Uh, It means uh, throw yourself (laughs) to to me. In my mind, I'm the ball. And I'm throwing myself at the wall as hard as I can into an idea. I've often been told that I uh, uh, go full in if I decide I want to do something. And, and with that big impact that I make in, in, in those, those ventures. And, uh, and, and those tend to, I guess, bounce the highest. Indeed. So I want to put a disclaimer out there. We're going to explain this a little more fully. So... Is it to throw yourself recklessly into life? Does it mean to react rather than respond? No, it's uh, it, it, it's it's when I say I throw myself into it, you know, not that I'm doing it, you know, recklessly. Not that I'm not assessing things going into a, a project or a, a, an adventure. I like to call them adventures. These things that I do. Um, whether they're work or fun or play or whatever, the idea that when I make a decision and that educated decision, it's all in. Indeed. When I think of reacting rather than responding and dismissing the risks of danger, I consider the, I'm sure that you've heard of the famous order that was issued by uh, Admiral David Farragut during the Battle of Mobile Bay. And when he said, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. You've heard of that one? I have. Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. So, Mike, unlike Admiral David Farragut, although we're going full speed ahead, and this, of course, is where full impact comes in, however, 
there are three words in full impact, the last word being mindfulness. Correct. That is right. That's where the mindfulness comes into play, being present and aware, paying attention on purpose, and taking a wise mind approach, choosing if and what rabbit hole to jump down. I'm not talking about being foolhardy or fearless, Mike. Have you ever met anyone who was truly fearless or thought they were fearless? Yeah, I have. Um, you know, the people that just seem like they, they don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. So my own thoughts are that only the truly insane or the truly intellectual challenged are fearless. When I think of fearless, I think of action heroes on the screen. And they can be fearless. And as though the character on the screen may suffer and or die, the actor goes home at the end of the day. Do they not? Right. And they live in a world where the fear doesn't exist. You know, I don't know if you've seen the last action hero movie where you enter that world of the movie and the rules are different in life. And that's why they behave the way they do. Indeed, certainly. For example, Mike, let's take a police officer or a fireman. If they were fearless on their jobs, disregarding danger and not paying attention... Uh, how long would they last? Probably not last. The first running into the burning building and you're done. Absolutely. So we're t- when we're talking about full impact mindfulness, I kind of I kind of uh, go back to what a policeman does and what a, what a fireman does. Mike, have you ever tried to learn a foreign language? I have. Um, a year and a half of unsuccessful French. <laughs> so if you only knew a few words, would you be able to express yourself to a native speaker? Only if we're talking about cheese. <laughs> Would you be able to have a request fulfilled? To get cheese. To get cheese. <laughs> It'd be awfully frustrating, would yes, it not? Yes, yes. I'd be eating a lot of cheese as I'm in France. And the same thing applies when we have an insufficient vocabulary or descriptors to label and describe our thoughts, feelings, and environments, and actions of other people. Hence the importance of knowing yourself and more importantly, liking that person. So, Mike, let's get back to the ball being thrown hard and bouncing high. Would a bowling ball bounce, Mike? Perhaps a bit, not very high. Not as much as that bouncing ball. And lands with a thud. thud. (laughs) Is a bowling ball flexible, Mike? Not by my human hands, no. (laughs) And what's what's a bowling ball's purpose? What is it meant to do? To strike, to hit, to knock things down. So do we want to go through life knocking down everything in front of us? Or do we want to be flexible and fluid? Right. Do we want to be adaptable and willing to adapt to change? I'm certain you've met people who refer to as blockhead, stupid, and pigheaded. Not very flattering, is it? No. Not very flattering descriptors. So let's go to the opposite extreme, Mike. If you fill a balloon with air... What will it do? And of course, that depends on what you fill it with. Helium, air. So tell me about that. So it expands out. It, it becomes um, stretched out as it, as it expands. And if you fill a balloon with helium, what will it do? It floats away. It will float away. If you fill it with air, and you, you can bounce a balloon around, can't you? Mm-hmm. If it's filled with air. It's almost weightless. However, it is subject to the whims of the wind in the air, is it not? So, Mike, uh, when you were younger, or perhaps now, have you ever thrown a balloon that was filled with water? 
Oh, I have. <laughs> and what happens after you throw it? Curse splash or, <laughs> or, or sometimes bounce if it's not it, accurately thrown. It splatters. It explodes. And yes. that's, that's the end of it, is it not? In a grand display of wetness. <laughs> so you're, you're filled with a – you're filled, however, the filling that's inside you only lasts once. Right. So, Mike, of all the balls you've thrown – which one bounced the highest? Let's let's examine the quality of the balls. Oh, it'll be the one made of the most uh, bouncy material, the most resistive material. And they call these, they used to call them... Super balls. Super balls, right. So inside of these super balls, there's a lot of energy, a lot of energy. And usually in such a small package in comparison to the other examples that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about these balls, these objects, uh, let's talk a little physics, a little science. Please, I don't want anybody to fade off into the atmosphere or with their eyes glazed over. This is going to be very brief. What is kinetic energy? It's the energy of a mass in motion traveling through life. Kinetic energy is the energy an object has because it has motion. Kinetic energy can be stored, hence the mindfulness practice. However, in the natural world, it's said that energy can't be created or destroyed. It can be only be converted. There is such a thing as potential energy, as even when one is at rest and not doing any work, it still has potential, does it not? The ball has potential to bounce, does it not? Take a coiled spring. It can be released and all that energy doing. However... Here's where we go down the rabbit hole, Mike. Here's where we get into the land of fishing without bait. Bouncing the ball through life without definitive expectations. This is the joy of life that I'm talking about. Is It's about learning the rules so we properly know how to break them. As our good friend the Dalai Lama so effectively says. In some future podcasts, Mike, we're going to learn about the energy what type of ball we have, and indeed, is it a choice or not? So what I'd like to leave with everyone today is, again, I'd like to do the time as currency and choices, having a choice. So again, I'd like everyone out there to pick their favorite color in the moment. I'd like everyone out there to pick a shape that means something to them right now, a symbol, a picture, the shape of a diamond, emerald, ruby, sapphire, topaz, a square, a triangle, a circle, a flag, a cross. And what I'd like to do is think of the color, let's imagine a blue star. Now these blue stars are not Crayola crayon colors. They're magnificent and they're shimmering and shining. They're like a metal fleck car shining in the sun and they're vibrant and shimmering. They're the most exquisite and unique objects in the universe as theirs only yours. What I'd like you to consider is to, when you do anything in life, I'd like you to think of spending that time as currency. Be mindful about how you're spending the time. Be mindful about going down the rabbit hole. Be mindful about bouncing that ball. And I'll guarantee you that that potential energy inside you will grow and grow and grow, and you'll be able to really make that ball bounce. What will we discuss next? I believe the path we're going to take next, uh, Mike, 
is uh, there's a quote by Garth Nix in a, his first novel, fantasy novel, Sabriel. And he says, does the walker choose the path or the path the walker? Until then, it's so nice to be with everyone. It's so great. I'm so glad to work. And I'm so glad we're tuning into a lifetime without definitive expectations and full impact mindfulness. Until then, namaste. Be good to yourself and be good to another. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.